I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about Beetlejuice. (laughs) Just don't say the same three times in a row. I think we're going to have an issue with this podcast. Oh, is it in a row? Okay. That'll be something we talk about because I feel like it's different from the musical and the movie. So we'll talk about it. No. Yeah. Yes. I swear to you. Okay. We'll talk about it. We'll get into it. Okay. This paranormal comedy has become a cult classic over the years. Is it the epitome of horror meets humor that has become a family favorite for decades from movie to Broadway? Let's talk about this iconic Halloween blockbuster. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have you watched the movie recently? No, not recently, but I, I went to New York Mm. and I saw the Broadway show. So I feel like it's going to be me against you. It will be because I haven't seen the musical. Well, I've seen, you know, that the two clips on TikTok that people play, the Girl Scout and um, the uh, there's another clip. What is it? Oh, where she's like, I'm saying your name three times in a row. Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Buh, buh>, <laughs> this is our audition. They should just hire us mm. for the show. They should. Absolutely. They should. <laughs> but I watched it on it was this week i think it was monday with my boyfriend (laughs) back (laughs) good job this is a the you did good with the edit there (laughs) with my boyfriend zach i watched it and it holds up it holds up it's a great great movie great job tim burton (laughs) great job michael keaton Keaton. Does, does he ever do his he doesn't record the own movies i think he just makes the ideas right like that was the big controversy with nightmare before christmas like he came up with the concept but he didn't really do too much so is he well, more hands-on with this one or tim burton directed this movie oh he did he's all hands-on <gasps> yeah he directed this movie uh-huh. there was actually a different director that they had in mind before which i'll get into that in my fun facts here in a bit ow, uh, but ow. yeah tim burton is the director of this movie so tim burton had a huge role in this he actually had a big say in the actors that played in the movie too oh okay. yes yes okay. i did my research <laughs> I'm so proud of you i attended a broadway play so i'm bringing in that expertise so was it amazing it was incredible it was absolutely yeah. incredible yeah i was like i really wanted to go watch a classic you know but my boyfriend gage wanted <laughs> to go see Beetlejuice, so i did that as his christmas gift because i was like at least i'm gonna go to broadway and do something and he like mm-hmm. memorizes the you know the soundtrack by heart he knows all the songs and he even shed a tear oh wow how beautiful <laughs> it's not like it's a beautiful play i mean it's just it's funny i liked it good i'm glad you like it i feel like i would i would be the type of person that'd be like i want to go see wicked uh but beetlejuice what a great choice because they i think they were playing wicked that night and i wanted to go mm. see phantom of the opera and I'm like i wanted to go see those things but no i was a good girlfriend well i'm proud of you for being a good girlfriend and and letting him have what he wants <laughs> good for you. <laughs> you uh when was the last time you seen the movie though um it's probably just last year like honestly oh, okay. I, I watch it pretty frequently so i'm like 
got it up there monogamy. Nice. I love that. Like what you all can expect for this episode is we'll talk about the movie. Like I have some really cool fun facts about the movie. I have some fun Beetlejuice fan theories that I'm going to have Savannah guess if they have legs or not. Um <laughs> Excuse me. It's like people say, does it have legs? Have you not heard that term before? No. People will say, do it, does it have legs? Like, is it legitimate? Would it work? Like, is it, is it, um, I've never heard this like, before. yeah. Like, does <laughs> it make sense? So I'll have you guess if those have legs and then we'll go into the musical and you can talk all about it. I want to hear every little, I want you to reenact it. Oh my God. I'm um, ready. And we'll talk about some of the like differences between the musical and the movie. Cause I'm curious. I've never seen it. Okay, well, my first fun fact is that the first choice for Beetlejuice was actually Sammy Davis Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you laugh at that? I don't know. I just think he'd be funny. He'd be a funny Beetlejuice. I mean, he's got the vocals for it, for sure. Oh, wow. (laughs) This is Tim Burton's, um, this was his ideal actor to play Beetlejuice because he loved him since he was a kid, but the studio executives didn't like the idea, so they vetoed it. And some other people, sorry, go ahead. Now, was he not dead beforehand? Because Sammy Davis Jr. died in 1990. Yeah, this was in 88. Oh. (laughs) When do you think this came out? I don't know, like 90s. I'm sorry. I mean, close enough. Close enough, sorry. Okay. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, close enough. Early 90s, 88. Yeah. Other people that were considered for the role, Bill Murray. That's awesome. Tim Curry. Tim Curry would have been out of this list. Tim Curry would have been the only one that I could see, like make it work as well. I think he would be the scariest. I cannot see Bill Murray doing it because Bill Murray plays the same character in every movie he's in. And that's (laughs) Bill Murray. That's probably why I love every movie he's in. (laughs) I freaking love Bill Murray. But I could see Tim Curry making it more scary. But he, yeah, the humor of it. I mean, no, he's in Rocky Horror. I think he could have brought it. I think he could have, yeah. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, he was the old guy in Back to the Future. (laughs) (laughs) I had to look that up because I was like, who is he again? And then I was like, oh, yeah, old guy, Back to the Future, which another great movie series. Also, he plays Uncle Fester in The Addams Family. Oh, I haven't really watched The Addams Family. Oh my god. What? what? That's like a classic. They've remade that and everything. We haven't really that well. Was... I saw that Wednesday is like a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, the new Netflix show Wednesday. You just happened to come up with this other day that's new. <laughs> and Dudley Moore. That was that? I, I don't know who that is. No, I haven't seen him in anything in any of these movies. Oh. never have seen them he was well, on the, the muppets oh that's fun i love the muppets me too well my next fun fact is that the film was originally supposed to be a full-on horror film so the original screenplay was horror and then tim burton came on and they brought on michael keaton and that's when they changed it so like just to set the scene like okay so the first choice was of director was wes craven that's what i talked about earlier how there was a a director before him and in the original script like just to kind of set the scene of how like 
horror it was supposed to be. Beetlejuice was supposed to sexually assault Lydia instead of marrying her. Oh my god. So also no. there was supposed to be a leather winged demon. It's kind of sexy. I don't know. <laughs> leather. Mm. <laughs> and the car crash was supposed to be a lot more gruesome. Hmm. Okay. And then when they changed the movie uh, from a comedy from a horror to a comedy horror they were like you know gonna change the name to ghost house (laughs) i know (laughs) and then tim burton jokingly suggested scared sheetless (laughs) but was like totally joking and then the executives took it seriously and were like oh my gosh that's a good idea and then tim burton was like uh no 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 i'm horrified i'm mortified that was a joke. Don't do Horrified. that. Mortified. <laughs> no. Basically. Yeah. That's exactly how it went. I can't imagine it being a full on horror. I could in the sense of it being like every other scary house movie with there being like something like a Bloody Mary thing where you can't say the name three times, but like mm-hmm. the comedy makes it so much better. Like mm-hmm. it makes it more memorable. Yeah. So let me ask you with the characters, like the actors that they had, could you still imagine it as a full on horror? No. Who? God, what is that actor's name that's in it? The guy that plays um, Adam. Oh my gosh. I know his name. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Could you imagine him in a horror? I don't know. I was trying to imagine Catherine O'Hare in a horror. (laughs) Catherine O'Hare was in The Nightmare Before Christmas that's not a horror i would say it's like a family friendly scary like halloween movie i love then again i haven't seen it since i was like 10 so i love Catherine o'hara i think she's wonderful she's awesome Mm -hmm. she's so awesome Mm -hmm. so there was a very small visual effects budget it was 1 million and i just like know nothing about films so like 1 million to me sounds like like just the most money ever i think (laughs) Back in the late 80s, it probably a million was. But then you also got to think of like the other movies that were being made at that time, like Mm -hmm. Terminator and, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, the biggest visual effects got to be like when he shrinks down into Adam's little, you know, train town. Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't know. I forgot about that. In the worm. Um, most of the effects had to be done on camera, but this it's, I found an article that said that the space scenes and the sandworms were the only parts that were done post-production, which is interesting. Yeah. Okay. But Tim Burton used this small budget to his benefit. So he decided to do like to double down on like the cheap tacky B style movie effects. And I just think that that's like for me what makes the movie so iconic is like yeah. those very tacky visual effects. I love it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of improvisation on Michael Keaton's part. So like Beetlejuice is the title character, right? Um, but he was only in the show for 17 minutes. It's 17 minutes of screen time. He only spent two weeks filming. But he had said that Beetlejuice was his favorite role to play. And there have been reports that up to 90% of his dialogue was ad-libbed, which is awesome. Reminds me of Robin Williams. And he would oh my gosh. Stuff. He would just make up stuff all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's exactly it. So not only that, but Burton left most of the character development up to Keaton. He told him that Beetlejuice 
and this is like a direct quote, lived in every time period, but was of no time period. And I don't know what to make sense of that. Sounds like some fortune cookie bullshit. <laughs> Tim Burton was like, I don't want to write script for you. So I think you're just going to have to just do your own thing. You know, just do whatever you think you need to do. Really what he did was he turned to Michael Keaton and he said, I don't care. Just put something together. <laughs> See, that's part of the, like the B-list shitty stuff. He's yeah, just like, exactly. there's no script. Okay, just do what you want to do. Who cares? <laughs> so a lot of the cast members turned down the script at first. Michael Keaton, and Keaton, <sighs> Catherine O'Hara, Winona Ryder, and Sylvia Sidney. They allegedly turned it down because the script was too weird. Which I feel like reading or it, like Catherine O'Hara, like what? I know, I know, but. I feel like if I was trying to imagine Beetlejuice in a script form and I just had to read it, I'd be like, this is, this is unhinged. <laughs> this sounds like someone's Coke dream. What is a sandworm? <laughs> <laughs> there is a plot hole in Beetlejuice. Did you know this, Seth? No. Okay. Well, let me explain <laughs> it to you. <laughs> like, so what? you know how there's like all those dead people that were in the waiting room? Mm-hmm. And they look like how they did when they died. So yeah. for example, there's someone who's like completely charred because they got burned to death. Yeah. Or the shrunken head guy. Yeah, exactly. But the plot hole is that every character except for the Maitlands. So like Adam and um, Barbara, Barbara, thank you. They died drowning, but they're dry in that waiting room and throughout the rest of the movie. So Tim Burton ultimately decided to let this slide so that the actors wouldn't have to be wet the whole movie. He just did it for their comfort. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't want to be soaked the whole time either. Right. I would hate that. Mm-hmm. I would, that would be like, okay, I'm not doing this movie. Sorry. <laughs> that would be the reason I turned down the script. Ew. <laughs> okay. Uh, my next fun fact. So, you know, the red wedding dress that Lydia wears. Mm-hmm. That is actually a nod to this old rhyme, married in red, better off dead. <laughs> well, slap me across the ass because I didn't wear a red wedding dress any day. <laughs> <laughs> When did that become a phrase? <laughs> Butter my biscuit. I don't know. I don't feel like getting married in red is bad. Maybe it was cliche back in the day, you know, like if you where white you're supposed to be a virgin and be pure mm-hmm. but the red's like you're a harlot i don't know you're a demon <laughs> i mean it makes sense she'd be better off dead than married to beetlejuice so yeah, yeah. there's a sequel in the works stop it apparently <laughs> this has been in talk for decades and keaton is like all on board and said that he would happily do a sequel but tim burton doesn't doesn't have any interest in doing a sequel so because he doesn't have any interest he wanted to throw the studio executives off the idea so he came up with beetlejuice goes hawaiian but the executives loved the idea and it's been under development for decades oh my god (laughs) personally scared sheetless and now he goes (laughs) exactly personally i think they should let it lie like let beetlejuice be beetlejuice but then also like i kind of want to like get drunk and watch beetlejuice goes hawaiian you know god i cannot even imagine that would be wonderful okay so the film was rated pg but it contains one (gasps) f-bomb 
No. no. Um, it was in the part where Beetlejuice is like in the little model, you know? Yes. And he's with the strippers. Yeah. Beetlejuice had a $15 million budget, but it made $74 million. Mm-hmm. And it was the 10th highest grossing film of 1988. Oh, wow. So go. brought in that bag. All right. So moving on, Savannah, are you ready to hear theories? The legs. I'm ready to hear the legs. (laughs) So I have two solid Beetlejuice theories that I found for you. Um, I'm going to basically state their cases and you have to tell me, do they have legs? Let me put on my judge wig. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Presiding. What what white hair you have. (laughs) It's always been there. Proceed. Okay. So the first theory is that Beetlejuice was never really dead. Dun, dun, dun. So this theory says that Beetlejuice was actually a living person who crossed over into the world of the dead and got trapped there. The um. reason people think this is because at the end of the movie, when Beetlejuice gets eaten by the sandworm, he shows up in the dead world waiting room. Oh, okay. Right? And he just got sand on him, which mm-hmm. should, would show with the previous thing where they have to show up like they died. Mm-hmm. And so like the only two ways that you can get to that waiting room are through the deceased handbook. You know how they like drew that door or if you die. Mm-hmm. So I think so. <laughs> another reason that people think this theory, like believe in this theory is why would the sandworm stop Beetlejuice if he was dead? Like, do you remember when Barbara and Adam like messed themselves up without re-dying? Like she mm-hmm. literally cuts off his head mm-hmm. and they're still just like dead ghosts. Mm-hmm. So like, why would a sandworm stop Beetlejuice? Shouldn't it just kind of like chew him up and spit him out? And he's like deformed, you know, for a bit. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. okay. Also. Beetlejuice was seen eating and no other dead person in the movie was. So he ate a fly and a beetle. So like he needs substance to stay alive. I don't know. Sounds like a zombie-ish thing to me. Ooh. Okay. Well, the last part of the theory is some people thought that maybe the only way that he could re-enter the world of the living is if he marries someone, which is why he so badly wanted to marry Lydia. So what are your thoughts? Does this have legs? It does because they actually hinted this in the play. Are you serious? (gasps) Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. How did they hint at it? So basically he's like, I can be a living human again if you marry me. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I feel so smart right now. (laughs) (laughs) But in the play, Beetlejuice is a demon. Mm, Is he a leather winged demon? (laughs) No leather was involved in the making of that production. But he's a demon, but he can be a human if he marries Lydia. Okay, interesting. So this this theory sounds half true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. All right. I it has... preside. It's it is spoken. Legs are it's available. Legs. <laughs> it has legs. Okay, so the next theory is that Barbara and Adam were actually murdered. So, you know how in the beginning of the movie, they like swerve to miss a dog and that's how they fall off the bridge? Yeah, because they're good people. I would die for a dog. 
while some people think that that was more than just an accident. You think the dog was the murderer? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No. So this Reddit user believes that Jane, the realtor, actually had something to do with it. Mm. So she was like really, really on them about wanting to like sell their house. And then right after they tell her no and leave, Jan also leaves and they go into town to get some stuff. So this Reddit user thinks that I'm saying Jan, Jane, it's Jane. This Reddit user thinks that Jane cut the brakes with their car or on their car, which is why they couldn't stop themselves from going off the bridge. Does this theory have legs? about that one i don't know Mm. i think it's just supposed to be an accident i mean i'll give you half a leg (laughs) i'll give you one leg one leg thank you thank you i i think it's an interesting theory because it's like she seems like the psychopath that would do that just just (laughs) sat off of the wind off of the three minutes i saw of her on the screen (laughs) all right are you ready to talk about the musical sav yes tell me all about it it was really really good i will say they have the same actor do beetlejuice in the majority of the shows he does a wonderful job basically kind of start spoilers i mean go pay for it if you really want to watch it honestly this whole podcast episode is just spoilers you know i mean it's been out for a while now do your thing so it starts with lydia like singing to her dead mom like in the in the graveyard on the coffin like her mom i guess had just died yeah, so she's like singing a song to the casket. It's weird. Kind of move on to the Maitlands and it's Adam and Barbara and they're basically talking about like they don't want to have kids yet. Like they got a lot of things they want to do, like a lot of hobbies they want to explore, things to fix in the house. Like mm-hmm. there was no mention of them selling the house. It was just like them fixing things and being like, we never want to like have kids. And like, you know, we just want to do our own thing. And mm-hmm. then they fall through a hole in the floor. of their house and die (laughs) oh so a different death yep different death so they yep they died through the floor and you know they wake up and the book's there and beetlejuice has been watching barbara and adam for a while now i'm just curious how did they do the death scene like on the stage so they tap danced i think Uh they basically did their routine and then, you know, they made the floor collapse with them, like, sliding, like, down into the floor. Mm, but it okay. looks like they're falling. But That's Beetlejuice cool. does an interlude between, like, Lydia singing about her dead mom and then, like, talking about the Maitlands. Like, he's in the in-between and he's like, you know, welcome to the show. Basically, oh, so like- he breaks the fourth wall? basically he's like i do this shit eight times a week like that's the biggest one you know because broadway they do eight the same eight shows a week he had just been talking about that and he's been watching adam and barbara he knew that they were gonna die so Mm. he's just kind of watching them and waiting for them to die and eventually they did and then he shows up and he's like i'm gonna use these people to basically come back into the world i'm gonna help them stock their home and like you know take ownership basically and so he tries to help Adam and Barbara like become ghosts and then they just can't really get it. So he leaves them once Lydia and her dad come in with Delia and Delia is the family's therapist. She's Lydia's therapist and like spe- spiritual healer. And so she's not the wife. She becomes the fiance during the film because it turns out the dad and Delia have been screwing each other. 
Oh my god. The whole time she's been Lydia's therapist. Wait, also, so Beetlejuice is like helpful in it. Mm, I mean, he's still like trying to screw things up, but he did try to he had his intentions. Like he was helping Adam and Barbara, like coaching them for a while to help Mm -hmm. them like scare. And they needed how did they phrase this? They were gonna try to take ownership back of their home from that, you know, Lydia's dad. And Mm -hmm. He needed somebody living to say his name three times, but Adam and Barbara couldn't do it. So now they're like trying to haunt and scare. Lydia eventually sees Beetlejuice. He sings this whole thing about nobody can see me. And Lydia's like, nobody can understand me. And then they like get together. And then she eventually kind of strings him along. And it's like, no, I'm not going to say your name. So he's just kind of hanging out on the roof. (laughs) I'm not really doing anything. Adam and Barbara in the attic. Um, Wait, is that where they sing the song? Which one? Like the Beetlejuice song where she like is pretending to say his name? Yeah, she sings it in the attic with Beetlejuice. Okay, so this is where we have our our battle. Mm-hmm. Because you you said earlier that it's the same in the movie and the musical. Which part? Like that you have to say it three times in a row? Yes. I beg to differ. <laughs> I beg beg to differ what do you mean so i just watched the movie and in the movie you don't have to say it three times in a row you can have words in between it because i thought you had to say it three times in a row i went in with that like oh yeah you have to say it three times in a row lydia and beetlejuice are having this whole thing where she says it twice and then like saying words in between it and like talking to him in between it and then Barbara and Adam come in and like, she's like, he tried to get me to say his name. And they're like, don't say it one more time. Like, don't say it. So in the movie, you do not have to say it three times in a row. You just have to say it three times at all. No, I I do think that's right. I don't think they have to say it in a row. I think I meant like in the setting, like she can't just go say oh. it and then leave it and then try to do it again. Like, right. They have okay. to do I it. Think- I thought you meant like unbroken. You like, were like, like I'm going to find fault. I was like, let me explain my plot hole. <laughs> Lydia ends up saying his name three times and they haunt the house together. They have like a delivery guy show up, like a pizza guy. And then Sky, the Girl Scout, gets her own song. Yes, I've heard on TikTok. Yeah, she has a congenital heart disease and she has this whole thing that she's like, I'm going to bring cookies like to this scary looking house but she's gonna you know get that money she's gonna you know rake in the bag (laughs) yeah (laughs) rake the dough and so she you know goes inside the house and they scare her and they scare the male guy and then they have got she die no okay they scare okay and then they've got this whole thing about multiple beetlejuices show up whoa and yeah he like copies himself and they all dance together that part's weird but they do have a friendship <laughs> for a little bit because, you know, now Lydia and Beetlejuice are together and they're scaring. She, you know, they scare the dad and Delia away and like the dad's business partner had come to visit. And um, they did that by singing the song, you know, Deo. And oh, that, nice. Yeah. That they kept they that kept. song in there. Yeah. They kept obsessed that. with that. I know. So they did keep it. They scared everybody. They left. Um, eventually the dad does come back. Um for why? To get his daughter. Oh. 
She's I thought she was just Jay chilling. No, I mean she's been Jay chilling with Beetlejuice, but then the dad comes back and tries to get her, and Beetlejuice is like, and oh, I know. So they scheme. Lydia's just trying to get to the nether world to see her mom. Oh, that's why she wants to do it. Mm. Yeah, because her mom's dead, so she's trying to go see her mom. And so she what does she do? She gets the book open somehow and figures out that you have to draw a door to get in there. So her and her dad jump in to the netherworld. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they get chased down and Lydia's like, you know, I already found my home. I've got Adam and Barbara, my dad. Like, I don't need my mom. And so they come back. So they don't Um, find her mom. No, they don't find the mom. And Beetlejuice tries to trick them and tells them that they have to get married so that he become a human again. So he's got everybody kind of trapped up in the house and like kind of tortures Adam and Barbara, but they trick him into pushing him out the door into the sandworm and his mom, like the demon who's also in charge of the netherworld shows up. Whoa. I know. It's really hot and heavy questions on here my favorite character out of yeah all? i wrote down questions for you that no, i wanted to know you. they did a whole song about uh, miss argentina i like that part so i would definitely give her a star it was one of my favorites another one who I is like- miss argentina she's one of the dead things waiting in the waiting room Um, in the netherworld yeah and she's got a small little part at the end of the movie where he's like trying to creep up on her and her Mm. legs yeah but (laughs) (laughs) but in the play like she's got her own thing and she's like you know i'm dead because of whatever i forgot and i'd give props to barbara because she's just like going with the flow and she's like let's do this thing you know and adam's like i don't know and she's like no don't be a little bitch like oh nice i love it taking charge yeah my favorite song probably would have to be that one that i just played good one i know this is a classic my favorite stage set it's the house that's the stage set it's like got a little bit of the cemetery in it it's got the house Mm. in the attic i think i like the updated house is my favorite stage set like when the dad and delia come and like fix it all up Ooh, oh mm-hmm. that is sick dude mm-hmm. and Holy then crap barbara 2.0 is also a good song sorry i forgot about that one but barbara's like i'm a new person now oh, we got nice. this we're gonna do this it's like yeah women empowered i love that yeah dude that's a cool set holy it's crap really cool set they did a fantastic job with all the things that they did yeah, um, it is uh it is Broadway, so they have the money for it. <laughs> they did great. They're touring now, so they're off Broadway. They're gonna tour or they're going to at the beginning of the year. So they're gonna mm. be off Broadway, they're gonna tour. Are they coming to Indianapolis? I don't think they're gonna come anywhere near here. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Chicago would be the closest one. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Okay, how does, how does... oh I'm interviewing I like myself? You're interviewing yourself. I love it. The take over no you do it this is how does the character beetlejuice differ from the movie versus the musical i feel like in the movie you know he's kind of really gross and creepy and he just doesn't 
change like he just is <laughs> who he is you know yeah and, like, unapologetic character arc. yes and with the movie or the play Beetlejuice like he does have a story arc he does Ooh. like you know you kind of sympathize with him a little bit because nobody can see him at all like nobody oh. can except oh. dead people and Lydia but like even like he can't haunt people people and then Lydia sees him so I you do kind of feel a little synthetic for him but also he's kind of an apologetic and he's very like chauvinistic and it's got a lot of you know theatrics about him so I think that's how they differ nice I love that okay so I read that like Beetlejuice and Lydia had a friendship yeah is that true they did they did have a friendship it's when they were haunting the house together like they did that together buddies yeah they were scaring people together and that only happened for a short little bit but yeah and then Mm. I saw another one on there about how the May lens enter the netherworld they don't and I know that they do in the movie but in the play they don't because Beetlejuice keeps them from going there to crossing Mm. over okay so so they never go Mm -mm interesting man i would love to see the musical and compare the differences it sounds like it's pretty different though i know i I would definitely love to go see it again so if we if it comes in please (laughs) alec brightman can it please come somewhere close here bring it to indianapolis bring it i mean even a louisville or i mean if you do chicago like it's kind of out of our way but we're in the midwest we drive please do it please 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 (laughs) Okay, well, uh, Savannah and I both took a quiz about which Beetlejuice character we would be. <laughs> I got Beetlejuice, which is just absurd. <laughs> I don't think I'd be Beetlejuice. Why I'm not, not a leather-winged demon. Why? That's fun. You said it was sexy. <laughs> you get the sexy one. I think it, it is fun. But am I am I that crazy? <laughs> I don't think I am. I think you're fun. Am I causing mayhem around people's lives? You are, especially in the spooky season. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. And you got Delia. I love it. You're so stuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's I promise well, you're not. Thank you. I don't know. I I like Delia's character. She seems a little wound tight and <laughs> Well, it's Catherine O'Hara. I mean, how could you not? I mean, anything comparable to Catherine O'Hara, I'd take it. That's actually a compliment. I loved Bedelia. Yeah, she's awesome. Mm -hmm. It was a BuzzFeed quiz, so I don't know how accurate it was, but we're taking it and we're running with it. Yeah. Watch Savannah and I audition for Broadway. If you could have seen our video of how we were interacting with the song, I feel like we'd be perfect. We'd honestly would be top tier the best you're so right about that mm-hmm. well any final thoughts on this episode sav i just like the movie i like the play <laughs> i, I like the like play <laughs> and the movie in their own right i feel like they're both justifiably wonderful and everybody should get the chance to watch both so if disney could put beetlejuice on disney streaming services please i mean please he did it that. for hamilton so why won't you do it for Beetlejuice why are you being this way Disney put the mouse to work yeah exactly I love the movie it's one of Zach's favorite like Halloween movies so I have to watch it every year yeah he loves it I love it but like also it's 
the kind of animation that they use for it really freaks me out. Like it unsettles me. It's like, I won't watch the nightmare before Christmas because it unsettles me so much or monster house, that horrifying movie. Oh my gosh, never. But they're just, uh, it's like that stop motion kind of stuff. And like when the part, when Barbara and Adam, like transform their faces, that makes me so uncomfortable. I hate it, but I, I love the movie, but like it definitely like, makes me feel a sort of way that isn't I gotta like take a step back like after watching it I'm not sleeping alone after that movie that's for sure (laughs) scary I think I'm gonna watch Coraline tonight don't that's another one that freaks me out oh my god so by my friend Carissa whenever I was younger like elementary that was the first time I watched that movie and it was so scary it's you, so unsettling. Sorry. You watch ahead. it <laughs> with the 3D glasses. I can't remember. Yeah. Probably. When we rented it, it came with 3D glasses so you could watch it in 3D. Oh, man. Do you remember <laughs> renting movies? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Do you remember when Netflix used to bring the DVDs to your yeah. mail? Back yeah. In or Redbox. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Blockbuster. Blast from the past. <laughs> <laughs> have fun watching that i will never watch Coraline again I'm, in my life i'm gonna text you and tell you i beat my pants <laughs> in a sexy sure. leather demon bat way <laughs> i love that well updates for everybody we are now officially on amazon music and audible so if you have a friend who would like to listen but they can't because they don't have apple podcasts or spotify Lame. um savannah (laughs) just Just do it just pick a side just do it (laughs) we're on amazon music and audible so you can find us on there at slightly scary podcast also thank you to everybody who has left us reviews i looked the other day and we have 10 five-star reviews on spotify and i swear i got teary-eyed i was like oh my gosh people People enjoy us (laughs) (laughs) i thought we were just making this for my parents honestly what's not to like Cheryl, Ray, I know that, you know, you're a number one fan. I'll also give a shout out <laughs> to Gage's dad, Ian, because he also listens yeah. to our stuff. On a web browser, right? God, what did you say? You listened to it on. I know he's going to correct me when he hears this. That starts with a P. Pandora. No. Panera. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot what he, li- he does listen to them though. Like, thank you i do it for the listens and you know oh my gosh yeah i just really appreciate it so thank you yeah thank you thank you ashley she's a hardcore listener oh sorry ashley no thank you (laughs) because she didn't even get through the barrett house so she was too scared yeah don't don't call me (laughs) her her being a little bitch in her defense she was driving by herself like at night to go sleep in a hotel by herself. I wouldn't listen either. I'd be scared. I would slap her silly and tell her to (laughs) get over it. Get over it. Listen to it. Well, we just, we appreciate all of our, all the people in our lives who listen to this every week. It's, it's really sweet. And we appreciate all the people that text us or call us and tell us that they enjoyed the episode and whenever you leave a review. So like I say every week, if you like our episode, go leave us a review on Spotify or Apple podcasts. Spotify just lets you leave stars, but Apple podcasts lets you write a review. And also Savannah, 
<laughs> when this episode releases, how many days will we have until Halloween? Oh my God. Thank you for asking. Um, hold on, let me look. <laughs> oh, it's on the it's on the dock. Yeah. Two weeks. Two oh, sorry. weeks. <laughs> I was like, let me do the math. Two weeks Two until weeks. Halloween. Two I hope you all are ready because it is, it's going to be freaking crazy. It's going to be freaking bats. Anyway, subscribe to our podcast. Oh, here, here's a fun thing we should throw out. If you've made it this far, you deserve to know what our next episode is about. Uh, we're doing Hocus Pocus. <gasps> yes, we're going to be doing Hocus Pocus one and two. Did you watch the second one? No, not yet. Don't tell me anything. Okay, I won't. Don't tell me anything. <laughs> Look at my um, eyes. Look at my <laughs> But we're doing Hocus Pocus 1 and 2 as our next episode. So tune in next Monday for that. Subscribe to our podcast to get regular updates. You can also like us on, like follow us on Twitter at SlightlyScary13. Follow us on Instagram at SlightlyScaryPod. And we also have a TikTok. You can follow us at SlightlyScaryPod. Until next time, keep it scary. Slightly scary. It's you. <laughs> it's you, Carly Rae Jepsen. It's you. No, that wasn't her name. No, it wasn't. Carly Shay. Is it Carly Shay? I think so. Miranda Cosgrove is Carly Shay. Shay. I took my boyfriend Gage to go see Christmas. I'll edit out all these, I promise. <laughs> I think my points across. I need to look this up. Does it have legs? Because I swear I've been saying this for forever. If something has legs, <laughs> <laughs> it means people have an interest in it. Um, well, that's something different than what I thought it meant. Um, <laughs> do you have legs, meaning to have endurance, to have prospects to exit or to go on for a long time okay i kind of got it right pee pee poopy head <laughs> oh we're probably gonna get yelled at by like older people who you know were alive in the 80s <laughs> yes we're gonna get yelled at by our parents. i can just i can just hear my dad calling me up like, you don't know who nothing more um, he was in the movie Arthur Ten, Arthur Two, Bedazzled, what? like Father, like Son, um, Foul Play. I've never seen any of these movies. I've, I've never heard of any of these movies. Um, Milo and Otis. It's about a cat and a pug. There was a lot of improvisation. Im- improvis. What? <laughs> Were you in, in- theater? Yes, I just can't say words. Improvisation. Im- Is it that? improvisation okay improvisation i always just called it improv like never improvisation and all you gotta do is say my name three times three times in a row it must be spoken unbroken ready yeah okay go what a tease (laughs) That's the part that's on TikTok.